Hey everyone, it's Jeff from MCS Magazine, and this week is one of my favorite weeks of the whole year, because it's Halloween week. But that means a lot more than just raiding your kid's candy stash and dusting off the paintball gun to teach the neighborhood egg-throwing delinquents a lesson. And I'm wondering if I'm the only one that gets a thrill out of that. Anyway, no, this is actually a killer opportunity for you to use this time of year to up your game when it comes to your tactical training and save a bunch of money in the process. Curious? Let's get started. If bullets were flying, your adrenaline surging, would you hit your target? If the world as you know it crumbled tomorrow, collapsed into chaos, you know how to survive? If you and those you loved were cornered by a gang, violently attacked, could you protect them? Could you protect them? Could you protect them? Firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. This, this is another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is Modern Combat and Survival. Hello there, welcome back. This is Jeff Anderson, editor for Modern Combat and Survival and director of the New World Patriot Alliance with another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. And first of all, let me say, yes, I know that yesterday was the real Halloween in the States here, but the truth is that today is when the real fun starts for those of us who train in self-defense, firearms, and survival. You see, today is when all those gigantic Halloween stores go into super sale mode so that they can unload all that overpriced crap that they couldn't get rid of before the holiday. And that, my friends, means a huge savings for those of us who are tactically smart shoppers. In fact, time is of the essence if you're going to jump on these savings. So for today's broadcast, what I want to do is give you seven key training props that you should run out and pick up today while you still may have a chance, okay? All right, so here's what you're looking for when you get over to the Halloween store. Okay, item number one is training knives and guns. Okay, now I've seen training knives go for about $20 in martial arts catalogs and tactical training catalogs, but the rubber ones these days that you can get from the Halloween store sometimes look just as realistic. They look even more metallic than some of the training knives that are out there. They're very durable, and some of them, like the knives, already have like blood inside of them because they're meant to scare the hell out of people, right? Um, so they kind of have a realistic look to them, and these make really great training aids for edged weapon defense or even if you're looking to do things with like force-on-force training with firearms and airsoft and things like that, having somebody that has a bloody knife in their hand can help you to kind of add the realism a lot for your actual training. So those are really good to have. Now, the guns themselves typically aren't all that realistic looking. They're not meant to. They're meant to really not look realistic so that you know, people don't see them on Halloween and think that somebody's out there being an actual shooter. So they can be kind of cheap also. They're usually typically made of plastic. They can break very easily. But again, for realism, when it comes to just showing a firearm for disarms or a holdup that you're doing for your self-defense training, things like that. Also, you're gonna, we're going to be talking a little bit more about training props like dummies and things like that. And for those types of things, having a plastic firearm 
uh, gives you a sense of realize, realism for somebody pointing it at you in your airsoft training and things like that. We'll go into that more of that a little bit more. But item number one here, you want to look for training knives and guns that you can get. Now, I've seen these for as little as like $2.50 at the store when they go on sale. So this is a really good addition. Okay, item number two is fake blood. And this is only, you're only going to find this for about a dollar. It really costs next to nothing. But you can get these in jars at the Halloween store. They're meant to be used as props, obviously, for for things. People spread it on themselves. It washes off very easily. But it does have the consistency, just like, uh, of, of like real blood, where it's slippery. Um, it's usually made with like a caro syrup or something like that. Uh, so it's not it's non-toxic. You don't have to worry about it if it gets in your mouth. You can even make your own blood if you want to. There's recipes that you can find on the Internet for making your own blood. But what you want to do with this is, again, in your self-defense training or if you're doing any sort of edged weapon defense training, things like that, you can spread the blood on your hands. You can put it on your body for a realistic look. So obviously in edged weapons, you can get cut, right? So there's going to be lots of blood. And so having the blood there gives you a sense of realism when you're actually doing this training. And the other thing that it does is because it can be very slippery, well, same thing happens in a real defense type technique where you maybe you're trying to do a disarm or you get cut or the other person that you're fighting is cut. Well, blood makes things slippery and it's harder to hold on to things like a knife, a gun. And so that gives you a sense of realism also for how difficult it might be to do things that you would normally be used to doing in a relaxed environment without any other environmental concerns like blood or grime or sweat or anything like that. So it adds some realism um, in that way, too. Okay, item number three is red lipstick makeup. And this is typically going to only go for about 50 cents or so at the Halloween store. And why I like it at the Halloween store is because all this stuff is meant to wash off very easily, as opposed to maybe some women's lipsticks that maybe don't wash off as easy. I don't know. I don't wear lipstick, and I don't get it on my collar, so I don't really know anymore. But I know the Halloween lipstick is designed so that kids that have it and get it all over the place, it can be washed out very easily. Now, here's why I like red lipstick makeup. Because going back to item number one, which were those plastic knives, so what you can do for edged weapon training is to take those plastic knives and then rub, generously rub the red lipstick on the edge of the knife. Okay, and then when you do edged weapon training or self-defense training, you want to make sure that you wear like an old white t-shirt or a white long sleeve shirt. White long sleeve shirt works really well too because uh, that way, you, when you are doing this and somebody is fighting back, so it's not the, the typical kind of McDojo person holding knife and lets you disarm them with it. Okay, if you're actually going like force-on-force force training, you can safely do this with the plastic knives, but now with the red lipstick on it and you wearing the white clothing, now you can see where you would have gotten stabbed if this were a real fight. Okay, so so that red lipstick comes off on the white clothes and it shows you the reality of what would have happened when you were trying to disarm somebody. Okay, all right, so let's go into some here more for the firearms guys. Item number four, uh, look around for this one because this is one of my favorites. Now, this is a severed arm. So for the Halloween props, it's meant to throw out in the yard as if you had chopped up some 
some kid who decided it was trick-or-treat time and wanted to do the trick and you severed off their arm and it's lying there in your front lawn. Okay, so these are typically made out of some sort of like a rubberized plastic around the outside. They're oftentimes just stuffed with cotton or, you know, some polyester foam or something like that. They're kind of, they're kind of squishy. But it's, uh, you want the ones that have, that all the way are like not just the hand, but have the whole forearm. Okay. Oftentimes they're, they look like they're chopped off. They've got like bones sticking out of it and blood sticking out of it and things like that. And here's why I like these because in our dirt cheap gun training program, um, actually there's a, there's a bonus manual that you can get called make your own, uh, you know, do it yourself tactical range. So it's, it's how you can make your own tactical range at home. And we have blueprints in there and different things. And so one of the things that I show people how to make are three-dimensional dummies out of just very simple materials. I think I think it's I mean it, it costs next to nothing. You can make a bunch of these things and use them. How I use them is for tactical firearms training. Okay, so we use them for home defense and things like that. And if you if you wanted to go ahead and get the blueprints and everything, just go over to www.dirtcheap guntraining.com and uh, that's where these manuals and the blueprints are okay but here's what I do is to make them even more realistic what we do is on the dummies that are made out of these materials you can use these hands these these severed arms if you will uh, to look like real arms so we we clothe the dummies we make them look realistic and having these hands uh, you can even take the the a knife and put it in the hand you can put the, uh, a gun in the hand, you can. It, it adds so much realism when you've got a forearm there and a hand that's holding a knife and holding a gun. So again, this is for things like tactical airsoft training that you can even do in your own home. And uh, these arms make things really realistic, and they're really inexpensive if you get them on sale. If you don't get them on sale, they can be kind of expensive. But now's the clearance time. Okay, item number five is wigs, beards, and mustaches. Wigs, beard, and mustaches. These are really inexpensive, folks, but they work really well. In fact, I did, DV, I did a, a video, I believe it's on YouTube still, where I show how I take the Bob training dummy, which is that lifelike training dummy that's used for self-defense. It's, like it's like a punching bag, but it looks like a person. So I always make Bob look as realistic as possible. So... Um, I show, in the, I think, in the video how you can color his hair, but basically what I do is I step it up from there, and I'll put a wig on him. I will put a mustache on him. You can put a beard on him. You can put sunglasses on him. You can put a, a bandana on him. We put clothes on the Bob training dummy so it looks realistic. I mean, the whole thing is that when you're punching this thing, you want it to look like a real person, right? A heavy bag is great for just delivering punches and working on technique, but when you really want to add realism to it like a real fight, Putting a wig on him, uh, putting clothes on this, putting clothes on him, even a mustache, things like that, uh, can work really well. We even use the Bob training dummy with all the realism and the and the beard and the mustache and everything for uh, for firearms training as well for airsoft training. Okay, so uh, just pick yourself up some some uh, some wigs, beards, and mustaches. Now you might want to look for like the Duck Dynasty guys. There might be some uh, some of those leftover costumes there. They will work well. One of my favorites actually is Tommy Chong from Cheech and Chong. I don't, they probably don't have that out at the Halloween stores right now, but you can get that online really inexpensively as well. Okay. Item number six 
are survival weapons. So whenever we're doing, like we just ran our live train, our, our live training event for Combat Machete, and we try to make things as realistic as possible when we're looking at, like, we're talking like post-collapse type thing, where people may not necessarily have weapons out there, right? Like some people don't even own firearms. So if we were looking at a true, like, collapse, breakdown in civil order, people are going to use whatever they can get their hands on, right? So in our in our live training event for Combat Machete, we used different weapons. We used uh, sticks. We used bricks. We used shovels. We used a variety of different things to add the realism of here's what different people might be attacking you with if you were forced to defend yourself. Okay, so you're going to find at the Halloween store that there's a whole bunch of like these survival type weapons you know there's there's one that i like that's a it's, a, it's called a bladed saw and it's got like a, a a wrapped handle to it now they're all made out of plastic they're not extremely durable some of them are better than others but you don't need them to necessarily be able to take a full blow or anything like that what you're looking for is the realism of of the environment itself of the environment itself of what you might be facing you know, if you have a firearm and somebody's coming after you with a weapon, it's just a, it's like an improvised weapon that you can that you might face in some sort of a survival scenario or something like that. So look around and see what they have. I like the bladed saw. You'll also find things that are like power tools and hand tools, things like that, that some, you know, psychotic butcher would be out there having, I guess, at Halloween and chopping people up. So uh, so look for survival weapons out there. Okay. All right. Item number seven is the last one. We're going to get a little bit gruesome with this one. And that is a severed head, a severed head. Okay. So this is just like kind of the severed arm where it's typically chopped off. You'll see that the head looks like it's been chopped off. So why would we say a severed head? Well, it's really to up the level of not necessarily the realism, but it's kind of for the shock value of it. Now, when I was in the military and we were training, uh, I was in the 10th Mountain Division, and if we were doing like an assault on a, a trench system or something like that, uh, what we used to do was we would go to the local farms or the local like slaughterhouse and get cow's intestines and pig intestines and things like that, okay? And like the week before we actually went in to train in certain areas, uh, we would fill in with water some of the trenches. So there would be, you know, mud in there. There would be water in there. We would throw in the cow and pig's intestines and just let it sit there for like a week. Okay, now you can imagine what this is going to smell like. You can imagine what it looks like. It was nasty. And I can tell you, I, I wasn't, this, it, was, it wasn't until much later that I was the one doing these because I was the one that discovered this as a soldier hitting that trench line for the first time. So take, going and storming the, uh, the defensive position that had the trench line and everything, trying to get out of harm's way as quickly as possible, I jumped into the trench. It was knee-deep in water, and there were these intestines all over the place, and it smelled horrible. Okay, it was everything I could do to not not throw up uh, going there. I, I, I will never forget that first time I jumped into that trench. But look, the reality sometimes of these combat zones 
or even a survival scenario where there is a breakdown in civil order, where there are people, where there, where there is no more rule of law, there's going to be dead bodies around, right? It's very possible. All you have to do is ask a soldier that's been to Iraq, Afghanistan, or another combat zone um, where people, where there, there is, uh, there are casualties, you're going to see dead bodies. It's going to smell really, really horrible, okay? So this is just to add some realism. I'm not suggesting that you go out and get any cow's intestines and stuff like that. But any, in any case, having a severed head and throwing it out in the area where you are training is going to give you that shock value that you're looking for. Okay, when we when we do our combat machete uh, fighting system, and some of you might have those DVDs, the combat machete DVDs, the training blades. So when you're training with these things, and and look, it's not uh, it's not far fetched that you could be fighting with machetes in a post collapse environment or in any type of a sur survival scenario. The machete is still used as a weapon in places like Central America. Okay, in fact, some places that's how you settle arguments is with a machete. I'm talking about today. We're not talking about ancient days. We're talking about today. So the machete is my favorite go-to backup weapon when it comes to survival weapons. Okay, and look, it's a very bloody way of fighting. It's very devastating. It's brutal. It's vicious, right? When you when somebody gets cut with a machete, an arm comes off or a head comes off. Okay, so so I hate to laugh about that, but I'm just saying I know it sounds gruesome, but just having like the severed head and throwing a few of the severed arms out in the area where you are training with the machete or other survival weapons just gives just ups the shock value a little bit so that it's not like a gigantic shock when it actually does happen in a post-collapse environment, okay? So I thought I'd save the best for last, all right? Okay, well, that wraps things up for our post-Halloween shopping list. Now, your job now is to turn off the recording, go jump in your jalopy, and hightail it on down to the local Halloween mega store, and take advantage of the savings are there, and really increase the realism for all of your tactical training. I've just given you some ideas I'd like to hear from you what some other ideas that you have are for for adding some more realism in your training and maybe taking advantage of the Halloween store. So let me know what you got from the store. Go ahead and think about either when you, you took the kids there or when you get back from your trip. Go ahead and leave a comment in the blog about what you found, what you picked up, and I'd love to get some more ideas from you. Okay, so go ahead and leave those comments on the blog. And I won't keep you any longer. This is Jeff Anderson from Modern Combat and Survival and New World Patriot Alliance saying train hard, stay safe, prepare now. This has been Modern Combat and Survival. Survival. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes and leaving a comment. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Modern Combat and Survival. And don't forget to claim your free subscription to Modern Combat and Survival magazine at www.moderncombatandsurvival.com. Lock and load. And we'll see you next time. This has been Modern Combat and Survival.